Hey athletes, I'm Adam. And I'm Lindsay. And this is Burpee Nation. Nation. Oh. Should we do it again? No. Good enough. Hello and welcome into this episode of the Burpee Nation podcast. Lindsay is back for this episode. I'm back. After missing the wet and muddy and miserable tri-state New Jersey. She made made it out for Tri-State New York, however, mm-hmm. uh, which is for us is what, an extra maybe half hour drive. It's not too bad. Uh, we went a couple years ago. Two years ago? Two years ago. Mm-hmm. I think their first year here, Bethel, New York, yeah. site of Woodstock. Uh, if you want to find out a little history on Woodstock, just go back and listen to the episode from two years ago because we kind of talked about we did. how we knew nothing about Woodstock. We did so much research right. that, that You're we right. didn't do it this time around. Uh, but Lindsay did not run. She just spectated. I did. I cheered everybody on. Because in about six months, there's going to be a little Burpee Nation baby going <laughs> oh on. Oh my goodness. <laughs> <laughs> so Lindsay's race season is over before it began. Yeah. But for good reason. Right. But I'll still be there at all your races. Which we are excited for, yes. And she will be able to give us the spectator's point of view. Mm-hmm. And soon, the like third trimester pregnant person point of view. Yikes. How, <laughs> Nobody wants to how is the festival <laughs> when you're carrying around an infant in your stomach? Right. Uh, but you did have the dogs. I did. There so, were a lot of dogs. Yeah, there were a ton of dogs. Um, so we'll talk about the festival. We'll talk mm-hmm. about how that was for you watching and stuff. Cause I, I know not to like, not to give it away, but we kind of did talk about the festival situation a couple years ago on that episode. Yeah. But I, when I listened back to it, it was because, not it was because, but there were no spectators allowed at that race cause it was the year right after COVID. So they were still like going through some of that stuff. I don't even remember that. Yeah. I didn't either. Wow. But I listened back and there were no spectators. Okay. So we'll talk about the course, at least I will. Um, Lindsay did watch our obstacle video already, which is up on YouTube. So yeah. check it out. Down in the description if you want to watch that. Uh, but I'll run through the obstacles. Uh, some of which, uh, the first one that they have on the list over walls was actually not on the course. So we're just going to ignore that one because <laughs> it. It was in the spot that it was two years ago, but not today, or not this week. Where was it supposed to be? Like before, right towards the beginning, yeah. Within, before like the mud pit, like in the yes, okay. before the before the mud pit. There's like a little. You go kind of by the water, and there's like a small uphill before you go back down into like where the mud pit is. It was okay. like right before that, next to the water. Uh, and I watched back our obstacle video from a couple of years ago, and it's actually it was a, a fairly different course since then. That's good. Uh, yeah, right? I don't know how compared to last year, if last year was more like this year's or the first year's. Yeah. But last year we didn't go because we were on vacation. Womp womp. So we were going to go, but we were in North Carolina. This is a great race. It's, I feel like it's one of my favorites It really to is, go to. yeah. And it's fast, like for, yeah. for everybody. Even right. the open waves were hour and a half-ish mm-hmm. tops. Um, so before we get into the obstacles... I kind of want to, let's talk about a little bit of the, I mean, the weather was really nice, but one thing that we learned is that if you had a Spartan headband, Mm -hmm. you got half off at the museum. 
Yeah. The Woodstock Museum or I guess it was the Woodstock Museum, right? Yeah, I love that Spartan like worked with them and and took advantage of like the location and the area and the museum is right there. Yeah. So I love that they set that up. And we like again, I, we did this 2 years ago too. We didn't even think to like go. I know. So next next year we will definitely be be going yeah. to check it out cuz we were there, there. So the first year we went, we went down Saturday, didn't race Saturday. Mm-hmm. And then race Sunday. This year we went Friday to Sunday, stayed the whole weekend. It was a good time. And it's a good place to spend the weekend. Like there's a little lake there. Yep. There's camping grounds. And there are some the like festival. hotels, you know, within like a half hour. Yeah. We stayed at a campground, same mm-hmm. one we did a couple years ago, in a cabin that didn't lock. But uh, otherwise... Don't tell people that. <laughs> well, I'm not we staying can't... in the same cabin next say, year. I we can't stay there again. Yeah. No. <laughs> uh, but yeah, we next year we got to make sure we do that. Yeah. Uh, so let's actually let's start from the beginning. Driving in Saturday or Sunday morning. Clear, cloudy day. Yikes! You're <laughs> clear, like really clear, cloudy. <laughs> uh, it actually was supposed to be kind of rainy. Both, uh, yeah. mostly Saturday. Yeah. Sunday, I think, was always supposed to be like dry, but uh, we didn't get any rain. Nope. Um, until like afternoon, like well after the race at the campground. And that was just like a passing like shower. thunder sitch. shower or whatever. Yeah. Um, but parking was like great. I mean, Super we had to get easy. there for the age group wave, which was at 8.30. So we got there around 7.30, mm-hmm. maybe a little after. Uh, but parking was close. I mean, and they have right potties there. right there. Potties right there. <laughs> Always. I'll tell you what, if there's anything that Lindsay can tell you about. Yep. It's the when you're driving situation. three hours for people driving to a race, you need to get out of the car. I get it. And go potty. Yeah. Uh, I did notice kind of like when we were leaving, because Saturday we didn't really stick around because the sun was out and it was like the, we had the dog, so yeah. we didn't want to get too hot. Right. Um, so we didn't stick around too, too long. I think we left by like, what, 10? Was it that or early? 11? I don't remember. It was fairly early. Remember it was probably my like 1030. Two hours. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Off. Yes. Yeah. You're like, it's almost noon. And I was You're like, it's nine thirty. It's like it's nine thirty in the morning. I'm so like, I'm oh. <laughs> uh so anyway, yeah, so I noticed when we were leaving Saturday, which was the more crowded day, and we'll talk about that in a second, that some people did kind of have to park a little further away, like up the parking lot more. Yeah. Uh but if you have an earlier wave or something like that, like you're your not, par- your parking's not, like right yeah, there. Yeah, you're not parking further away. Yeah. And there's no shuttle, which is the mm-hmm. important part because yep. I hate shuttles. Uh, so when we got there again, the festival or the festival, the registration line was like non-existent. I mean, super easy to just get right. In. I think I waited Saturday. I think I waited one person. Sunday, I didn't wait at all. Uh, again, later in the day, there's a little bit of a line, but I think it was still pretty like short. Yeah. Because we've seen some races where the lines just like stupid. Yeah. Because even yeah. Tri-State, the one a um, couple years ago at Tri-State. When we were leaving. And Palmerton gets pretty long. Yeah. It like takes you up on that hill. Yeah. Exactly. Oh <laughs> yeah, that was awful. That was all a, the ticks. That was a terrible spot. Hopefully you're they don't do in, that like, this three year. Three feet of grass. You're yeah. like, this is gross. <laughs> Hopefully they don't do that this year. Yeah. If Spartan, if you're listening and you haven't decided yet, do not put the festival Please there. Do not. That was awful. Uh I think that was two years ago though, because I think last year's registration spot was a little better. I don't remember. I don't, I don't remember anything I don't anymore. remember either. They all blend together, <laughs> honestly. Uh, so once you got in, the festival area again, like a couple years ago, was just so big, like sprawling. Yeah. 
there wasn't a ton of stuff in it. Uh, there's a decent amount, um, but it was just very big and open. I like that compared to like, I mean, I know they can't do much with mountain races because obviously they just have at the bottom of the mountain, it's between right. the mountain and the lodge, but I do like when it's open. There's plenty like, of room to walk. Everybody had their dogs there. It was yeah. nice. I didn't have it's to worry cramped. about. Right. Like, as much as I as much as I like Mountain Creek, mm-hmm. that festival area is awful. It's like on yeah. the side of a hill. Yeah, like it's just a bad spot. They, it's not their fault. They but. were able to fit some some more vendors though at this one. Like they had. Yeah. Uh, what's that soap company, Doctor Squatch? Yes. And they were handing out like a bunch of free samples. Oh really? Did you see? I didn't get any. Okay. I did it. So I forgot to grab some, but I they do had a really a bad huge, job at that. It was like three feet cube of soap. Like it was a huge thing really? of soap sitting on a table and he was chiseling away no way. That's just samples cool. for people. It, oh, was, that's cool. it was actually really cool. I did a really bad job this weekend at like trying to check out the sample stuff because usually you can find some good samples at the festivals. Yeah. I did not do a good job at that because I saw rain was there and I usually like to try to hunt down a free can of rain. Oh, yeah, so yeah. I enjoy that. But mm-hmm. they had something also called the Extra Mile which you could do at the end, and that. it was like I saw that set up. I walked it. You with, had to like carry a case of something. With their dog. Not that you got to keep it, but you had to carry it for like, around the tape, which was like a mile. Yeah. I was not interested. What do that you, you get don't, if? I don't, I don't think you get anything. It's just bragging rights. Or? Eric was talking about. It. I guess you. There was a little something, but not like a medal or. Is anything. Is this new at every race, or is it was this just here? You're asking a lot of questions I don't know the answer to. Well, I'm confused. (laughs) (laughs) I did not notice it at Tri-State, but also it was miserable at Tri-State. So we'll have to see at Palmerton if they have it. We will update everybody listening. Palmerton is a month away, so come back next month. We'll let you know. Uh, So, yes, the start line and finish line were in the same area, which was nice. Start line was right there, same spot. Okay. Um, Can I say something? You say okay like you weren't there. You were there. Go ahead. Well, because you're talking about the that extra mile. This is the first race that I've been to this year with all of the additional things that they added. Like they changed up spear throw and mm-hmm. all of the uh, penalty races. Like yeah, they no were making burpees. them penalty loops only. Right. Yep. But they're making them more difficult with like the carries and things like that. So that was all new for me to see. Mm, right. Yeah. Because Tri-State um, was the first time that, that I saw the new spear. Yeah. Yeah. And the penalty loop aspect mm-hmm. of it. Because Tri-State, I did fail Z-Wall. This is the year mm, first yeah. for me. I haven't failed Z-Wall, I think, maybe ever. And I did this year. And then I haven't missed spear throw in about four years. And I missed on both days this yeah, year. Yeah. I think a lot of people miss spear from what I heard. It sounded like, yeah. People all around me in the competitive waves were missing it. Um hexed it well they made it harder they made it's funny because eric and i we might have talked about it even on the last episode but like <laughs> we're bitching the whole time to make throw, things more difficult right? and then they do and we're like we didn't whoa, mean whoa. spear throw like <laughs> that one's already like difficult for a lot of people so then they made it yeah. more difficult you know what i mean it was kind of why that one yeah well let's talk about the obstacles right so like I said, overwalls non-existent. Uh, there was again a, like a muddy pit area, which two years ago was the same spot. Last year, I heard people saying it was more muddy. I wow. didn't. I didn't 
we would notice that from two years ago. So right. yeah, I'm not sure. Um, hurdles was the first actual obstacle. Uh, then inverted wall, which I know there was a water station right before that. Then they had plate drag, which is something you don't often see in sprints. Oh yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah, and it's it's I don't like. Was it. that at Tri-State? <laughs> uh, no. Oh no! Okay. Play drag is kind of dumb. I mean, they have Atlas Carry, like that's one of those nuisance obstacles. Yeah. Um, speaking of Atlas Carry, was af- like shortly after Play Drag, so you had them like back. I was to gonna back. say was something when I watched the our YouTube video. I was like, I can't believe they did Both. two carries like back to back. Yeah, too. yeah. Uh, and then shortly after Atlas was Monkey Bars, which were fine. I did. We did. You can kind of see it in our video, but there's a couple. Spots where like they had two bars that were like super close together and then the next one was a bit further apart. So it just made it a little tricky to navigate for some people. Um, then was Bucket Carry, which was not in a heart shape this year. Aww, sadly. I remember saying... It was just an out and back. Like we they should have done a peace sign or something. I think the first time. Yeah, they could have done like hands in a piece. Mm-hmm. Um, but a peace sign would be really hard to do yeah unless you like you'd have to make like two lanes or something i guess you could do it actually it would be hard hold but... on he's drawing it out yeah. everybody <laughs> uh so then was her no issues there the bags weren't like wet or anything uh then was multi-rig which i think eric and i might have talked about it's it was um i think i guess it used to oh, be yeah, these... that's... was that at tri-state how it's set up yeah okay so it used to be the way they just set it up for the super. So it's rings to pipe to rings. Mm-hmm. Three? Uh, three rings. Three rings, one a pipe. pipe, three rings, yep. One cup. Three, one, three. Yep. <laughs> uh, so that I like. That is what I mean when I say make some of the obstacles harder. That's what he So means. I'm glad they did that. Um, but I think they keep it that way for everything now. I don't think they change it at all. Like, okay. uh, Anthony was saying they don't use the ropes for that anymore. You know, those, like, black ropes they used to oh. have. So they just rings and pipe. Okay. Uh, so after that was the spear throw. Or, I'm sorry, I skipped some stuff. After nice. Herkoist was spear throw, which is the newer, you know, there's a hay bale mm-hmm. with a circle around it, and it's harder. And Saturday it was in, like, it's it was in a field area. And Saturday I noticed the wind was going towards the target uh so i think just mentally i wasn't really you know it's such a mental thing spear throw sometimes. you just thought like oh the wind will take it no but it's I, like if you ever play golf if you're about to swing like when you golf if you let a weird thought creep into your head you're gonna like screw up your shot you know what i mean so spear throw is the same way like you got to really clear, try to clear your mind and focus on the target because I was thinking about the wind oh. going with me as I'm throwing it and yeah. I just sailed it high. Okay. Uh, and then Sunday, I think I just overcompensated because I hit low. Yeah. Because remember before the race, I went up. They, I know. Ha- they had it in the <laughs> festival area, which is cool. They had like it's a, a little area with some obstacle practicing. So I was like, I'm going to pra- practice it a couple times just to see because I hit it at Mountain Creek. But it's just harder than it was before. I mean, I, I thought going in, I was like, oh, I'm good still. But there's just that much less room for error, I think. Yeah. Because both of my other shots, the ones I missed, would have hit on the old style. Yeah. 
So there's just less room for error. Just curious, is the setup still the same with the hay bales and then they just put a board on top of it with like a big opening? Or yeah, is it a they different st- setup too? No, they stack the hay bales and then they lean the board in front of it. Okay, so the boards are the only the board is the and only I think thing it's that's a little new. I think it's a little lower than the hay bales were. Okay. Maybe overall, like your target I think is like a little bit lower. Not much, okay. but uh, so after the spear throw was Helix, which is always a cool little obstacle. Like it's I like Helix. just challenging enough, but it's not like really hard. Then was multi-rig, so I skipped ahead a little bit. Uh, then was vertical cargo, which you'll be glad to hear was actually tight. Oh. It wasn't loosey-goosey like we've seen on I don't many. necessarily mind that for <coughs> vertical cargo. It's more A-frame. Yeah. I'm both. Like, what the? Both were tightened pretty well. Tight. Uh, then after vertical cargo was the sandbag carry. And this sandbag carry, especially Saturday, was a lot tougher than I was expecting. And this is with the pancake sandbags. Pancake sandbags, yeah. Which I think they're doing all year because they had it at Tri-State as well. Okay. Um, but it was down a hill, out a little bit, turn around, come back, and then up the hill. And on the way down, you didn't think the hill was too bad, but on the way back up. Like, that was, like, a little uh, sledding hill or something, mm-hmm. and it was not easy. <laughs> that was a calf burner. Yeah. I You can't tell until you... Are going up. Well, watch watch our video. Like, yeah. you can see the, the incline. Yep. Yeah, that one on Saturday I was not prepared for. I was just so gassed after that. I did not expect it. Gassed. Uh... After sandbag carry was Z wall, just the regular Z wall. They didn't have any extra. I know some races they throw in an extra like section with either like ropes or bars or something like that. They did not do that. What? I wonder if it was because of double sprint. What are you talking about? So this year they started doing something with Z wall where you've probably seen videos online. Um previously i know i've showed you oh where they add like another section and there's almost like not yes. monkey bars but there's bars sticking out yes. still with the foot thing i remember now and ropes hanging down still with the foot thing it just okay it's just a little different but they didn't do that here i wonder if that's like only if there's a super beast maybe okay maybe it's like beast mode super i do remember mode seeing that on i think spartan's like instagram or something when yeah they announced which it. is fine yeah um it was again on a little bit of a slant Okay. Which typically on these like trail courses, you're never going to find super flat ground to do it. Uh, then after Z-Wall was rope climb, no issue there. Um, you did have a little bit more of that muddy area on the way back out before you hit rolling mud and dunk wall, which by Sunday looked like it was the same color water as Charlie and the Chocolate Factory. <laughs> uh, then you have barbed wire crawl, which was like slightly up a hill, but... Did you see barbed wire crawl? Did you get go yes. over and look at it? Yep. It was like there were like trenches, little yeah. mounds of dirt, hay bales. Like it was all the things. Typically, they usually just do barbed wire. It already beats you up over like, grass, like and you just roll. Sometimes through over it. grass, some like sometimes it's in rock and you yeah, stand true. up and you're and like, like, oh, water. my whole body is bleeding. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so the fact that they added that. But they definitely made it a little more like a barbed wire crawl. So I'm okay with it. Like, it's not bad. You can still, for those who, like, roll through it, you can still find ways to roll through it. Watch our obstacle video. I kind of hung towards the end and was able to roll through most of it until I caught up to people who Mm -hmm. were just, like, in the way and had to navigate around them. 
Uh, so, so because you roll and then change directions so you're not like throwing up yeah <laughs> is it more difficult then because of the trenches like to change position and roll um it's not more difficult to change position but you do have to pay attention to where they are because you don't want your head like going over the mound right because then it's closer to the barbed wire so i had to put my head away from it so that it was just my feet going over because that's less chance of me like hitting the barbed wire basically okay. Uh, so and not then difficult, with the, you're just paying that's more what attention the to what you're doing. Yeah, that's what the mounds, the trenches, it really doesn't <laughs> make much of a difference. You just, like I never let my whole body roll through the trench. Like I had half of my body and half out okay. so that you didn't like go into a divot or something yeah. like that. Um, so after barbed wire, you like go back around behind festival, basically turn around to yep. come back up. And then you had slip wall, which usually is like right after dunk wall. Yeah, it's usually after, like, a water obstacle. Yeah, so it wasn't that slippery. No. It was drywall. Yeah. Because everybody rolled around in the dirt on barbed wire though, and got dry. there was a hill right before <coughs> slip wall. Yeah. And yeah, you had to everybody come was walking up that hill. Yes. Like, even, I'm not kidding, like, age group, like, top finishers, everybody was walking up that hill. And then walking up to, it kind of worked to out. To slip wall. Because they... You're right, because they're not soaked, they can walk up right. to it. Right. Yeah, so you didn't was, have to like get a running start. It was interesting because I'm used to that obstacle, everybody running up to it. Yeah. Usually it's wet. Right. It's almost always like right after dunk wall. Yeah. So it's kind of or at least rolling mud. It's kinda of weird. Uh and so after slip wall was A frame cargo, which uh going under A frame was spectators. You could walk under it right. to get to like to see the barbed wire crawl. Uh, and then was fire jump, and then that was done. Um, on the map, it says there was a photographer at plate drag, bucket carry, helix, rolling mud, dunk wall, and fire jump. Uh, that's a lot. That's six. They never have that many. Usually it's like Lies. four. So it's all a lie. So fire jump, they always have somebody. Right. Dunk wall, I remember seeing somebody there Saturday, but not Sunday. Oh. Same with barbed wire, actually. It's not listed on here, but barbed wire, I'm almost positive, had a photographer Saturday, but not Sunday. Okay. Oh, I didn't mention this. With We might have mentioned it. Yeah, we mentioned it before Tri-State, so this is for every race this year. They have what's called Armageddon, which is that like barbed wire crawl at the start line. Yes. And then over a wall, there's the a photographer bones. there. Really? Yeah, you didn't see him sitting there? No. Yeah. So okay. that's... Their new, like, pre-start line thing. Um, but there was a photographer there. Bucket carry, I believe there was a photographer both days. Plate drag, I didn't see either day. Helix, I think I saw Sunday, but not Saturday. Okay. We're recording this on Tuesday. As of this recording, photos are not up yet, which is a little bit unlike them. Usually they're up by now. Yeah. Uh, the past quick. couple of times, they've been up, like, Monday. Yeah. So for the, it not to be up, uh, maybe it'll be up tomorrow. I don't know, but a little delayed this time around. But like I said, usually they're up by now, so maybe it's just that's not typical. Mm-hmm. Uh, there were three water stations for anybody who, like I, I, and we've talked about this. We've seen people with like hydro packs. Yep. If you're doing a sprint, you should not need a hydro pack. Yeah. Especially this place. It's short. It's quick. Save yourself the laundry. <clears throat> There's shade. <laughs> yeah. Like you go through the woods. It's really. It's actually a really nice course. Like it's very clean running trails like 
you know, we've gone through some single track type of places where you're like, I can't even run here. Like this is a very runner friendly course. Lots of shade. Yeah. And it's only, it was, oh, that's what I wanted to look at. Let me pull up my watch GPS stuff. Uh, Because my watch is always like a little inconsistent. So I like to give all, so I ran it three times, competitive each day and then an open wave Sunday for Mm -hmm. our obstacle video. Saturday, 3.54 miles and 360 feet of ascent. And that 3.54 included a penalty loop for missing spear. Sunday, 3.56. So basically the same, 3.54 and 3.56. So that, again, included a penalty loop. Is each penalty loop uh, the same distance? No. They just do whatever they want. Yeah. So the spear penalty loop, I can't speak to the rest. The spear penalty loop was like down a slight incline, turn around, and back up. Okay. So that sucked. I didn't know if they make it like a quarter mile and add in a carry, not that a I, different carry for everyone, but it's the same distance. Yeah, not that I know of. There was no carry. It was just penalty loop for spear, at least. Okay. Uh, and then for the open wave, 3.58 and 427 feet of ascent now. The open wave actually turned out a little more than... The two competitive waves with penalty loops, but I think that's because you know how open waves go, like you're going with other people, so you're like standing around a little more, walking around a little more, Mm -hmm. especially because I was videoing, I walked like, you know how our videos are, I I don't take the video going over the obstacle, like I like to get next to the obstacle so you can see other people doing it. Because I used to watch those obstacle videos and people would just have like a GoPro on their head and I'd be like, I can't really see the obstacle. Right, yeah. So what I do is I walk to the side or even to the end of each obstacle, and then I give the camera to somebody, I walk back and do the obstacle. So like that's probably why there's extra like yeah. distance and ascent. Yeah. So we're going off the first two. It was probably about three and a half miles with like 350 feet of ascent, something like that. So not too bad. Right. And we mentioned this last time. It feels fl- even flatter than that. Like Most of that's probably from the sandbag carry. Because three and a half miles with 350 feet of ascent, that's like 100 feet per mile. Was that definitely the biggest, like, incline? Yeah. Okay. For sure. But what I'm saying is, like, that's like 100 feet per mile average, which is a pretty decent amount of, you know, if you're just going for a run around your house, a lot of times, if you're hitting 100 feet per mile, like, that that was a decent... Yeah. Were there any big downhills then? Um, The first part of the sandbag carry. Coming down to rope climb was a bit of a downhill. There were a couple. Like, they were just small hills okay. here and there. And that probably just adds up. You yeah. know what I mean? Um, nothing crazy, though. Well, because when you do the mountain races, you're obviously, like, doing a full mile down. <laughs> right. And <laughs> a full mountain. mile up. Right. Uh, yeah. Palmerton, I know, is usually about, in a three-mile race, is about 1,500 feet of ascent or something. Maybe right. be more than that. So that is the course. I know at the finish line, uh, I don't know if you saw this. You probably weren't even looking. Um, so you know at the end, you go through the like finish corral. Mm-hmm. You get your medal. Yep. You get your banana and fit aid and whatever. Your green banana? Very green banana. Yeah. I mean, like that thing needs a week before it'll be ready. Yeah, <laughs> but that was nice. <laughs> nice try. They had kiwi. Yeah, did you see did. that? I did. I saw that. I didn't take one. Well, they gave you like a little wooden like, thing. Weren't they like cut open? 
They were cut in half. And I was like, I feel like I can't. I don't know how to eat. I don't know how to do that. Doing. Stuff. I also don't really like kiwi all that much. Oh, I do. But yeah, they were cut in half, and they give you like a little wooden, like yeah. you know those um, Dixie cup uh, ice creams. Yeah. And you get the little wooden flat thing that's like a. <laughs> you're supposed to use it oh as a spoon. My. That's basically what they gave you. So I was like, wait, what? Like, when what are they... the benefits of kiwi? Like, why kiwi? Probably potassium, maybe. But if you're already giving a green banana that you can eat a week Maybe they're week like, later. this'll hold you over until that banana's right. <laughs> I don't know. Uh, but they had Fit Aid, but they had so they had two flavors of Fit Aid. Yes. The red one and the yellow one. But weren't people saying the one flavor isn't great? Yeah, the yellow one's not great. Oh. So Saturday they had both and I got the red one. Sunday they only had the yellow one. Ooh. So I think I took it and drank it anyway, but I didn't wasn't as good. Uh, and they also had that action water, whatever it's called. Yes. Um, which I didn't take any Sunday, but Saturday because we were camping and at mm-hmm. a campground, water's great. Water. I grabbed one of those because those bottles are humongous. They are. It's like a liter. Yeah. Of water. It's, it's free. Insane. It's free bottled water. Like take it. Yeah. So, um, so that is the race and all that good stuff. Um, we talked about the sandbag carry. Uh, oh, the venue shirt. Sweet. Was like the best venue shirt I've seen in years. Sweet. And it was 100% cotton because it was tie-dye. Yep. Which I'm so glad they did. I, I don't know. know what the venue shirts looked like last year. I don't no. know if they did tie-dye. I don't know either. But, but I, they didn't. Two years ago. They, they did didn't. not two years it ago. It was not worth us buying. I no. remember that. Yeah, I remember being like, oh, they could have done something so cool <laughs> with this shirt. Mm-hmm. Which did we talk about on the podcast then? I don't know. I didn't hear us talk about it. So let's talk. So we're talking about it now. Um, it's super cool. Yeah. Green tie dye. It looks nothing like the typical Spartan, like yeah. navy or black super shirt. Super unique. It's sold out by Sunday. Yeah. And I think then, it sold out Saturday. And then by the Saturday. huge Spartan logo is like a, like a neon orange almost. Like I it's it was not the red, the sprint red. But it's like very very. It sticks bright. out though. Yeah. Because of the tie dye. It yeah. looks really cool. Now, like, typically I like the, like, polyester, at least 50-50 yeah. shirts, but because, like, this was tie-dye, I'm like, no, nah, I'll take the But cotton. I think they were sold out Sunday. They were sold out by the end of Saturday. Yeah, yeah. so we grabbed it Saturday. Um, but We grabbed it before, like, we even raced. Yeah, because I was like, these are going to go. Yeah. Like, this is sweet. Um, and I know we always talk about the venue shirts a lot because they should make them different. Yeah. And make them cool. Well, we- and you had a good idea. Yeah. Yeah, I was saying that we should do like a, they should have like a submission, um, a website or something, something. but yeah, for people, graphic designers, whoever, to submit their shirts designs, like that would be sweet. Yeah. Because whoever designed this, like it looks so different than any of the other shirts. Yeah, because we've seen like a lot of venue shirts that are just bleh. Mm-hmm. We don't even pick them up because it's not really like, Yeah. it's not worth Which is it. sad when you go to like a sweet race location or venue or something and you're like really yeah i remember the citizens bank one uh citizens bank park one a couple years ago i got because it was a little more unique it was red Mm -hmm. it had the liberty bell on it but the only remember this is the one where instead of citizens bank park it says citizen bank park yeah (laughs) like they got the name of the park wrong and they made another cool one was it the year before that or something? It was like the light yes, blue. Yes, the light blue, the powder See, blue, cool. which is like Philly's powder yes. blue. Yes. Like yes. that's the kind of stuff they need to Get keep it together. Um, I it's will... less work on Spartan. Just have a free website, enter submissions. Yeah. Like, come on. I do also like the finisher shirts a little better than last year. 
I thought I liked last year's shirts because like each distance had a different like design to it last year. Do you remember that? It, um, like, but it, they were just so busy. You probably don't remember because we only did a couple races last year, but the last year's shirts like, were super busy. Navy blue. Yes, yes, yes. Yes. So this year, there's it's a lot just, of writing. Yeah, very clean on the front. <laughs> yeah, and then like most of the stuff on the back, which yeah. I like. Uh, the one thing about this venue is it's not the best for spectating, and maybe you no. can talk talk on that a little bit. But we talked about this last time. Um, we're like, oh, it's not a great spectator course, but maybe that's because yes. they didn't have spectators. They really take but it's still you. The same. I mean, the start and finish <clears throat> is great to watch. But they really take you all the way out and all the way back. Like they do not loop you around. You see the start at all. Yeah, you see the start, and then you literally the next time you can see people is coming up to rolling mud. Mm-hmm. And then if you like after they do barbed wire crawl, if you quick hustle under the cargo net, you can watch slip walk cargo net fire jump. But like yeah. that's it. Yeah. Like it would be cool I... to be able to see like remember last time we were there, rings was at the end? Yes. Like for a spec, if you have limited spectator views, yeah. it's cool to put something interesting that people can watch. Yes. You can only watch somebody go over a cargo net so many times. Yeah. Or a slip wall. Yeah. Um, I mean, I typically, like when I was running the races, like I can make it to a few running through mm-hmm. the woods to couldn't see you, but. I mean, for, like, normal people who are just, like, there to support someone. Yeah, just hanging out. Right. Luckily, it's quick, so you're only standing around for, like, a half hour to an right. hour, but... Or, like, hypothetically, a pregnant person who's exhausted. Right, with a dog. It's difficult <laughs> to run from one obstacle to another. Yes. In the middle of the woods. They don't yeah. make it very spectator-friendly, yeah. Well, and on top of that, so let's talk about Sunday real quick. So, Sunday... Let me actually back up a second. So, Saturday and Sunday... Like last time, Saturday was super busy. Mm-hmm. Sunday was like empty. Yeah. Um, part of that could have been Father's Day weekend. Mm-hmm. So let me just run down the numbers. Elite wise, it was pretty similar. 23 Saturday, 21 Sunday. So that's actually pretty similar. Uh, age group, 343 age groupers on Saturday, only 95 total on Sunday. That's crazy. Which... In my age group, 35 to 39, it's a very competitive age group. I remember Saturday, literally like all the fast guys that I know were there, basically, except for maybe like one or two. Uh, I ran slower than I did Sunday by like three minutes. But on on sa- or sorry, on Sunday, there was only nine people in my age group, which usually yeah. it's like one of the more crowded age groups. So it's probably the only reason I got third place. But, you know, I'll take it. But um but on Saturday, what happened, and I don't, I don't know if this was because there was a lot of people. They didn't say they were doing this because there was a lot of people. I think he just wasn't paying attention. Mm-hmm. I'm warming up, and I'm actually about to go try to practice the spear throw, and I hear him send people off. Yeah. And I was like, what? And I look at my watch. It's 8.20. Typically, we go off at 8.30. Yep. So then I like stop what I'm doing. I go through that Armageddon thing. I climb over and I'm not the only one. There was probably a group yeah. of what, like 20 yeah. or 30 of us who were like, what's going on? Yeah. And five minutes later, he sends us off as like a separate group. So that was kind of, that really like messes you up as far as like you're trying to run Getting competitively. Yeah. You're yeah. like, what's going on? So I, I mean, like that's probably part of why I ran slower Saturday. But that was a little bit like, of a complaint. Like I don't know why. No, it's an absolute complaint. Like don't pull that shit out of your butt last second. 
or open announce. waves are different. If you want to send an open Correct. wave off early, that's fine. But people Correct. like who are actively competing. And I've talked to other people in our age group about this exact thing actually on Sunday. Yeah. Because of what happened, they're all like, you know, you're getting yourself ready to go off at a specific time. Correct. You know. Give or take a few minutes. You know what I mean? If it's a little late, whatever. If it's a little little early, whatever. But like you're warming up so that you can get in the crowd like 820 to stay warm and go. Mm-hmm. So when they send you off at 820 as you're not even in there yet. Yeah. Like that really throws. And essentially, you know, you don't know who, how everybody ahead of you is doing. Or for those in the first group, don't know how you the don't people know who to chase behind you are do. doing. <laughs> right. So um, that was a bit of a mess. But. Well, they also changed up the times on Sunday when you were finishing open. So so that's what I was getting to. So Sunday, because it was like a little bit later, I was able to get third, which if you don't know, like Spartan, they give out age group awards. So I asked the Spartan people, I was like, what time are age group awards? Because I was going back out for an open wave Mm -hmm. to do our obstacle video. And they said 1130. And this was at... This was at like 9.30 when I asked. Yes. So I said 11.30. I think they were saying Elite Awards was at like 10 or 10.30 or something. So I quick go to the car, change my shirt, grab a muffin so I'm not starving. <laughs> Get back over to the start line by what, for the 10 o'clock wave, I guess? Yeah. And you were like, I, I will have plenty of time. To- yes. Well, because the other thing, when we got back, we hear an announcement from the main stage saying age group awards are at 12. Yes. So we're like, oh. Two hours, like plenty of time. I'm like, let's try and to be back before 11.30, like by 11.30, just in case. Yeah. But, but Anthony also said that they pushed, they kept pushing it back on Saturday. Yes. So the fact that they pushed it back a half hour on Sunday made sense, made sense yeah. because they did that Saturday. Correct. So I was like, we're going off at 10. It's a quick race. We'll probably be back by like 11.15-ish mm-hmm. anyway. Let's... I was like, let's jog a little bit, at least in the beginning, so that, you know, I can be back a little bit before 11.30. So we're coming around to slip wall, and I'm, like, getting the camera ready so I can videotape the obstacle. Which is, like, on the last straightaway. Which is on the last straightaway within earshot of main stage. And I hear, like... 14 to... uh, 15 to 19, or I guess it's 14 to 19-year-olds, first place, blah, blah, blah. And I'm like are they starting age group awards? So I quickly had to videotape the last two obstacles, mm-hmm. get my ass over a frame, videotape myself going over, going through the finish. And like, I started to kind of take my time. So I'm like, I guess they're starting early, but they're only on 14 through 19 and I'm 35 to 39. Like that's going to take a little bit of time. Yeah. Cause you're so but old. They must've been, haha, they must've been like thinner uh age groups because like a couple of them they only announced like one or two names they didn't announce all three so like before i knew it they were on like the 20s yeah and i was like oh shit like i gotta hurry up so i like hustled across the finish line you can see kind of in our obstacle video like the fire jump i'm just like get over the jump get through the finish (laughs) yeah and then i had to run through i didn't have time to go to the car or anything and so i looked at my my watch it was 11 15 yeah so they started it 15 minutes before the original time, 45 minutes before the other time. Well, and then they wonder why half the people are missing. Right, from a lot of people podium. a lot of people were missing. I know for a fact the guy who got second in my age group 
he went out on the same open wave I did, and his group like was behind more. Yep. So I knew he was on the course yep. still. Like, thank goodness we were just coming yeah. around so I could hear it. But I had to go to the like tent where the shirts are and say, can I borrow a shirt? Because you're supposed to wear like the finisher shirt. Yep. And mine was in the car because I thought I would have time Plenty to like time. go back to the car, change my shorts, put on my Crocs. Yeah. And take a picture or get there for the podium. And I was like, they're calling the podium. I'll bring it right back. Like I didn't go through dunk wall or anything. Like I was, I was fairly clean. So they like le- luckily let me do that. But yeah. I don't understand like it's how they pretty, can. It's pretty messed up for people that don't podium all the time. Yeah, like, it's really. I would have been shitty. I would have been super bummed if I missed it. Yeah, super bummed. So like, that's just something to keep aware of if you're in age group and like you ask them when podium awards are. You may want. You'll to never just... know. Just sit by the stage the entire time. (laughs) Yeah. Because you never know when it's going to happen. So that was definitely kind of a bummer for some people to miss. I made it, but some people didn't. I know for a fact there were at least a couple people who didn't because of that. And like the other thing too is like, what if, even if we weren't on the course, right? And they're like, oh, it's at noon. What if we're like, all right, we have time. Like, let's go get some food or something. Or let me go hang out in the car. Like, I would have felt really bad if I was just hanging out in the car. And I went back yeah. at like 11.30 or something and they already had done my age group. I'd be like, what the hell? Like, yeah. That would suck. So hopefully that was just like a rando thing they did for One some off. reason. Yeah. yeah. I don't know. But uh, I think that really kind of covers everything. Um, yeah. That does cover everything I have. I Any, think so too. Okay. Let's give our rank rankings real quick. So I'll rate the course. Yeah. I would give it a... I would give it a nine. I think I really like it. It's really good runner's course. Um, and they even made it a little difficult with the sandbag. So it was kind of like, as much as it sucked, like that's good. You can't make it too easy or too fast. Yeah. Um, uh, festival, what would you give it? So festival slash venue, I would also give it like a nine or 10. Like it's in such a good location. Everything is easy i love that they worked with the museum to give everyone like half off if they're doing the race um but in terms of watching the race um as a spectator i would i would definitely rate it really low yeah it's not spectator friendly yeah i would probably give it an eight i think there's not a ton of hotels nearby probably half hour 20 minutes i know monticello has some Mm-hmm. Um, we stayed at that campground, which is ten, ten minutes away, mm-hmm. which is nice. Um, food though, Ooh. we found a really good barbecue place. Like and what, ten so minutes did away? Else. Yeah, Saturday was <laughs> packed. But I think it's called Big Kev's Barbecue. So if you go well, to that venue, what they do is they open at eleven and they stay open until everything until they run out, sold out. Yeah. So you got to get there a little early on Saturday um, when we got there. Eric got the last wings, and that was at one o'clock. That Just to give you guys a heads up, like yeah. if you're going at like normal lunchtime, if there's a big event, like they already might be selling out. Yeah, very good. And that that restaurant we ate at was it called Friends? Friend? Yes. Not Friendlies. I think it was just called Friends. It's not in the main area. Like no. you just got to put it in your GPS. It's on some back roads. But right. And watch out for the deer. Really good. They're food. everywhere. Yeah. Oh my gosh. Yeah. <laughs> I've never seen so many deer just like there's wandering so around. They're everywhere yeah. there. But no so, bear. No bear. No bear. Uh, so yeah, I think I would give it an eight, uh, overall. So this is our second time there. First time doing the whole weekend. What would you rate it overall? 
Um, I would say it's high. I would say like an eight or a nine. I think I'd give it a nine. Yeah. yeah. Like I would definitely go back next year. Yeah. For sure. I feel like it's one of my favorite. I'll probably stay somewhere where the door locks. Now. Yeah. But. What is it? The race itself, really good. And again, like if you're somebody who wants to try placing well in, in competitive, yes. like make sure you stick around for Sunday. If you're somebody who like wants a real fun, big, busy open wave, yeah. come on Saturday. Because the, the numbers were the same, similar two years as ago, two years thing. ago. I mean, that's how, because I did age route my first time then, got fifth, qualified for elite. and There was even more people then too. Yeah. But that's that's the day to do it. Yep. Yeah, totally. Uh, but it is a little bit of an advantage to at least run the course Saturday because then you know a little bit of what to expect Sunday. Right. So definitely worth going to both days. Like it's a fun course. Um, and you'll have extra time to go to the museum yep. because it's quick. Yep. So. Lots uh, of good food, all the things, all the things. Yep. So that'll wrap it up for this episode. Again, make sure you check out our obstacle video, and we will be doing Palmerton next month. Uh, overall, on the podcast, I think we'll be talking about probably kids' race, trail race, and sprint. All the things. And maybe we can uh, con Eric into coming and talking about the super. We'll see. Uh, so yeah, that'll do it for this episode. Make sure you follow us on, um, Facebook, Lindsay and, uh, I each have social media where we will post stuff, go to our YouTube page for our videos, uh, and then subscribe where you get podcasts so that you get new episodes, mm-hmm. but that'll do it. Uh, thank you for listening. If it's your first time, thanks for checking us out. If you've come back, thanks for coming back, but we will see you on the next episode of Burpee Nation. Thanks. Love you. Bye. Bye.